It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Fresh and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on. The coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. Yeah. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo, and we're the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. Nearly all of Love Thy Nerds shows and podcasts air on LTN Radio first. And you'll also find an amazing mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie all week long. That's right. So if you're listening to our show on podcasts, you're late and you're missing out on all we have to offer. Check out LTNOnAir.com. Or download the Live 365 app, search and favorite LTN Radio. Today on the show, Disney Plus is kicking it into high gear. We've also got a Who Said It quiz, Twitter poll, five random facts, and more. But first, today is Monday, December 14th, and we've got some holidays to celebrate. Mm-hmm. It is National Free Shipping Day. Mm-hmm. So get out there and ship your stuff. Uh, well, oh, no. It, oh. <laughs> the shipping still costs money. It's, it's <laughs> the a lot of stores, online retailers... Wave shipping on today. Oh, well, that's a bummer. But you do need to, like, double check that. They'll usually tweet about it or something, so just make sure. Well, and I was also going to (laughs) say, you know, I think it was said that we needed to have everything shipped on the 12th to ensure that everything would get to where it needs to be by Christmas. So, you know, we're two days behind Two days behind, so. so dive in and get that. Uh, fast shipping. Right. The expedited <laughs> shipping. <laughs> Since it's going to be free anyway, just pay the extra. <laughs> um, and it's also monkey day. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Yeah, but celebrating monkeys. Okay. Monkeys are, are fun. Sure. Monkeys need <laughs> celebration too, I guess. How's your week been? Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. I forgot about that song until just then. <clears throat> what, a, uh, what a sham they were, huh? Were they? Yeah, they were a TV show. They were a fake band from a TV show. Were they? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't write any of their songs. Interesting. Huh. One random fact from Matt. <laughs> but back then, back then, you know, it didn't really matter where music came from. If it was good, it would be on the top 40. And so a lot of people discovered them through the radio, not even knowing about the TV show or anything like that ah. first. And then, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you ask how my yes, week I has did. been? How has your week been? Um, fine. <laughs> it's really getting difficult to say how our week is going mm-hmm. because it's the same thing week after week. It really is. You know, nothing like really new is happening. We're still at home. Yep. We're still virtually learning and teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm over it. I'm done with the, the remote learning stuff. Yeah. It is killing me. My boy is fine. He's doing great. I just, I don't understand their math. I don't understand <laughs> it. I, can't, I know I'm doing him a disservice when I'm helping him with the stuff at home because I'm like, figure it out. And he's like, how? I'm like, 
well, here's how I figured it out. Yeah. But it's probably not how you're supposed to figure it out. But I don't know how you're supposed to figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) So if anything, hopefully the way it pans out is he's just learning multiple ways to figure Mm -hmm. it out and not being confused between the two. But (sighs) yeah, the other day we had a one whole lesson that was just like find the appropriate um, symbol. Like, is it plus minus equals Mm -hmm. or whatever? And I'm like, this is the best one so far. (laughs) This is so easy. Thank you. (laughs) I know this one. This one I can handle. (laughs) (laughs) And he's in first grade. This is first grade math. I'm sitting here feeling like an adult. Math was one of my best subjects my entire life. But this common core garbage is driving me nuts. It's probably fine. I don't know how good it is compared to stuff I got, you know, statistically. But for me, it's garbage. Well, and here's the thing. For, okay, I've said from the beginning that I like common core math only because that's how my brain works. That's how Mm. I process equations. I have to, let's get to 10, let's... Figure out how to get to 10, and then we'll figure out how much is left over or mm. how many more we need in order to find our, our total. That's how I process things. But I am not a math person. I hate math. So I think with Common Core, what it's trying to do is it's trying to meet the needs of the non-mathematical mind mm. and say, okay, this is how your brain processes numbers, so let's figure out a proper way to to teach you in that manner. I'm wondering if, the, and I'm sure there's studies in this because it's been going for a long time now, but I'm wondering if that is a detriment to the people that do have mathematical minds. Oh, I'm sure it is. Because I'm sure it it's is. not how I learned, and it's very strange to me. I mm-hmm. feel like there's a lot of extra steps here mm-hmm. that are unnecessary. Yeah, and that's how Chris <laughs> is because he has a math mind. Mm-hmm. He loves math always excelled in math, loves crunching numbers. And so he feels very much like you where he's like, this makes no sense to me. I don't understand it. <laughs> Whereas to what me, I'm like, I finally get charts it. For? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can say that the charts are a little bit excessive and strange, but a little much. They're a little yeah. much. Yeah. Hey, but we did put up our outside Christmas lights this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've become one of those houses that Craps out on putting lights and instead has a bunch of projectors. Oh, that. So we have three projectors. That's what you we're doing. You know what? <laughs> so here's the thing. Chris hates, hates putting up Christmas lights. Yeah. Hates it. It's awful. Yeah. Um, to the point to where a couple weeks ago I was like, are we going to put up the lights? Are we going to ask the boys to put up the lights? Or are we going to pay somebody to come put up our lights? Which mm-hmm. one, you know, and we were very heavily leaning towards we will pay someone to come put up our lights. <laughs> Um, but I had just had enough. I had had a bad day one day and I was like, that's it. I'm putting up lights. <laughs> I'm going outside and I am putting up lights. And so of course he's like, great. So you're putting up lights. That's, that means I have to come out here and help you put up lights. I was willing to pay somebody to come do these, <laughs> but I decided we started plugging in all of our lights from last year and we don't, some of them aren't working of course. Yeah. So we don't have as many to do like the top of the house, you know, the roof, mm. the outlining of the roof. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? But we have those really cool rope lights that are meant to line your roof. I said, we won't do the roof. We'll line the yard. Mm, okay. And so I, we just did those rope lights around the, our yard, our front yard is broken up into two sections, you yeah. know, cause our driveway runs through the center. 
So we outlined the one section, outlined the other section. I took a bunch of random colored lights and white lights and did a... Have you seen like the trees that you connect to a pole and go straight down to the ground with just a strand of lights from pole, top of pole, all the way down to ground with a straight, and then you go in a circle. And so it makes, uh, what's a 3D triangle called? Uh, uh, uh. A cone. Cone, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this seems way too know. easy. That can't be the right word. No, that a cone? Yeah. <laughs> so you basically make a cone okay. out of Christmas lights, yeah. and it looks like a Christmas tree. Okay. Mm-hmm. In your yard. So I did that okay. with alternating white and colored lights. We, last year, the day after Christmas sale, bought like outdoor, huge, huge, like um, old school colored light looking things that hang a strand, a huge strand of them that hang from the garage. Mm. Anyway, and then we went and bought a 12-foot inflatable Santa. <laughs> one of the big giant ones. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. And so he stands in our front yard on the one side. And as you come around our little driveway there, it's like this big Santa <laughs> peeping out from the side of the house. Anyway. That's adorable. So that was our favorite. That was like our favorite thing of the week. The one good thing. Cool. <laughs> we got, a couple of years ago, we bought a projector that, puts this really big wreath on the Oh, that's thing. cool. And it says Merry Christmas in the middle, and then it has, like, little white and red candy canes that kind of swoop in and around. That's but the cool. wreath stays there. So we've had that, and it shines right in the front of our house because we have that big open space yeah. between the windows. Uh, so this year we got little twirling green lights lasers that go on this bank of trees that we have. Mm-hmm. And then we got a big, like, snowfall, like, thick light snowfall lights that cover basically the entire front of the house. That's neat. Uh, so awesome. Makes it looks really neat and it was a lot easier than yeah, <laughs> trying than to hang lights. lights. Yeah. yeah. Of course. <clears throat> we do have one projector. But our house is just so oddly positioned. Mm-hmm. You're in a very weird spot. Yeah. For a neighborhood. Yeah. 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 So but people can't really like drive by the front of your house. Yeah. They'll drive by the side of your house, mm-hmm. but it's not that special. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I will say, though, have you been in any stores that sell Christmas lights recently? Not since our latest lockdown. Okay. So big lots, I have not. I am not willing to go to Walmart. I'm not willing yeah, to stand never, in line never. outside. It's an hour or more now. Yep. Yeah. Um, so we've gone to big lots and we've gone to Lowe's and we've gone to Hobby Lobby. Those three places completely sold out of lights. <laughs> you know why? Hmm. Every single house in Clovis is like putting on lights it's on the outside more. of their house it this year. It is a noticeably larger number. This I have year. been shocked just driving <laughs> around like, dang, okay, way to step up, tiny town. Because yeah, there's been multiple years recently where it's just like a ghost town trying yeah. to get light looking. You really got to find the right neighborhood. Yep. You might find one or two here, and then you got to go to this neighborhood. Okay, you find one or two. <laughs> But no, it now you're finding l- hmm. less houses with no lights, right? Mm, I'm not sure I'm willing to go that. I think it's closer to 50-50, though, than it has been. You think? Been. Yeah. Hmm. There's some areas that are higher than others. Yeah. But Deidre and I, my whole family drove around last week, uh, in, into last week, and, you know, it's... 
still like you got to find the right neighborhoods and there's a lot of blacked out places but i'd yeah. say it is closer to 50 50 than it has been in a long time yeah <clears throat> which i love it mm-hmm. i it's good it's good i love lights uh we had our <laughs> you want to you want to tell them about the the drive through parade <laughs> that we had <laughs> It's not often that I have to delete a Facebook post of mine, but mm-hmm. this, like, <laughs> the second someone called me out, I was like, I am done with you. Post deleted. <laughs> so we, I, a lot of towns are doing this, which yes. I, I thought, honestly, it was a really good idea. It's a good idea. It's just a really hard one to pull off. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, to make it clear, we don't want to bash anybody who tried to put this together right. or any of the people that made it, but... What it was was a reverse parade Mm -hmm. in that instead of everybody lining Main Street and the parade going down that, instead, the floats were lined on a portion of Main Street and Mm -hmm. everyone was supposed to drive past them and look at them. But just logistically, that's a nightmare, especially when you're trying to cram it into just two hours. there's so many people in Clovis, especially so many people desperate to get out of the house for any reason whatsoever. Yeah. And it just became like a, a cluster. There's just too many people coming in from too many directions. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife, I was working, um, but my, my in-laws went and picked up my wife and my kids and they were going to take them through it. They got... Where the our church where I work is on Main Street, but we're way down from where they were, like yeah. half the city away from where that was. So they got in line and they were right in front of Highland. And so I went out there and I chatted with them for for a few minutes. And that entire time I was out there, they didn't move. I went back inside, left them inside, got back to work. Deidre texted me about twenty five minutes later, says, "Well, we are." Two buildings down from Highland. <laughs> I'm like, in 20 minutes, you move 50 feet. <laughs> yep. So once they made it to the light, which was another, I think, 40 minutes, mm-hmm. they just peeled off and went and looked at, at other Christmas lights. So yeah. it just, it was, it's impossible to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the smaller sister town that we have um, tried to do it themselves the night before that and had the exact same problem. Yeah. Well, and I'm actually, my hometown tried to do the same thing. I saw quite a few people who I grew up with, graduated high school with, who are still there, yeah. saying the exact same thing. What a cluster this was. Yeah, there's you know? just no way. Yeah. There's no way. Uh, that and you have just an obnoxious amount of people <sighs> cutting the line, essentially, forcing their car in from side streets and all this, like it was announced where the entry points were. And Mm -hmm. it was like, well, I'm not going to wait in this line. So I'm just going to force my way, play chicken basically with the cars Mm -hmm. in line and see if I can sneak into this thing. Yeah. We, um, we waited in line for (laughs) about an hour. It had been about an hour and 20 minutes at this point. And we can see, the end. We can see where we're going to get in line to actually see the floats, yeah. you know? And before it all started, it was announced that there were two entry points, yeah. which were two side streets that you weren't even supposed to enter off of Maine. Right. Yeah. You were supposed to enter off of what? Grand and commerce, I think. No, not commerce. Was it not commerce. It was one down 14th. 
14th. Okay. Grand and 14th. Yep. So we, you know, 14th isn't that far from our house considering. So we took 14th all the way down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the way down, and we're sitting there, sat there for about 30 minutes until Chris was like, forget this, we're going to shoot around and try to make a right onto 14th instead of trying to go across the light onto 14th. Anyway, that worked out better. But about an hour and 20 minutes into sitting there, we can see Main Street. We're about to make the left onto Main Street. There's one car in front of us, and then off of one of those side streets zooms a little white Volkswagen Beetle (laughs) out of nowhere. And this entire time, this whole hour and 20 minutes, there are cars going in and out of the side streets. And the whole time, Chris and I are like, if they try and cut in front, we're going to lose it. And at this point, nobody has done it until this little white Volkswagen Beetle. (laughs) And they stick their nose right out in front of the car in front of us. And that car in front of us was not having it. Like, pretty sure they dinged the front of the Volkswagen Beetle and that (laughs) Volkswagen Beetle did not care. Just wow. Yep. Cut right in front of them. And to make it even worse, to make it even worse, there were cops out there directing and letting, you know, this line of traffic from Maine who weren't even supposed to be coming on, (laughs) letting this line of traffic from Maine come on and then would stop us. You know, anyway, (sighs) that Volkswagen Beetle was the last one in the line that made it through the light, which it would have been us. It would have been us had it not been for that stinking beetle cutting in line. So that was my post on Facebook. I I made a comment about how it's been so nice sitting here playing by the rules, doing exactly what we were told to do for the last hour and a half, just to be cut off by a Volkswagen beetle who came off of a side street. And somebody had the audacity to say, where's your Christmas spirit? This is not about Christmas spirit. (laughs) This is about line fairness that we learned about in first grade. Exactly. Exactly. You don't cut in line. You don't cut in line. You don't. You follow the rules and you don't cut in line. Even our friend, I'm straight up calling her out and I'll tell her that I called her out. But even our friend Tamara, who has six kids. Do they have six kids? I think they're up to 17. Okay. Um, Yeah. (laughs) They're one of those families that has one of those 15 passenger buses uh as their family vehicle. Because they have that many children. (laughs) Yes. Um, She commented super innocently, commented and was like, there were so many side streets that were open letting people in. And I was like, they clearly stated before the parade started, Grand and 14th. Those are the entry points. And she was like, oh, we had a crying toddler. Sorry. And I'm like, the rules still apply. <laughs> <laughs> crying toddler or not, I don't care. <laughs> Follow the rules. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm that person now. Now I can understand why, like, old people sit on their front porch in their rocking chair and get off my lawn <laughs> what mischief are you up to yeah that's me make me call your parents yeah <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> All right, well let's take a break here when we come back Disney does fan service right but first a new back row binge watch stick around I'll see you at the Christmas party tomorrow. Okay, bye. Hey, Mickey. Hello? 
Oh, yeah? <laughs> well, this year I'm Santa's secret Santa. Okay, what am I supposed to do about that, Jerry? Ugh. Hi, Wayne. Aw, did you lose a bet, sweetie? It's my celebration tie. Wayne, you didn't get the promotion. What? Peterson got it. My partner? Yeah. You're disappointed. Oh, no, no! I'm glad for Peterson. What, are you crazy? Because he was trained by me. I mean, seriously, are you crazy? I'm so glad that the big guy noticed him and not me. So there you go. Well, good, because now you have a new partner to train. In the first prep and landing special from Disney, we see longtime elf Wade walk right into headquarters believing without a doubt that he was getting a promotion only to have his hopes and dreams dashed as someone below him was promoted above him. Instead of moving up the corporate ladder, he was sent out with a new partner to train on Christmas Eve to prepare the way for Santa. Disillusioned, he does a poor job, and his lack of attention to detail causes a catastrophe that they barely escape in the nick of time. And in true uplifting special fashion, this event brings him to realize just how much he loves the position he's in now. And when at the end he is offered a new position, a higher up position, he turns it down, having found the true meaning of contentment. Now in our lives, when we struggle with the lack of contentment, it's hard to wrap that up in a 22 minute special. It's human nature to want more, whether that be in our jobs, financially, relationships, all of that. We desire more. It's hard to stay content where we're at. It's kind of an internal greed that we're born with and develop over time. We get antsy when things start to feel stale. Stale as a week old cookie. Sometimes it takes for us to lose things that we have before we realize that we should be content in all circumstances. Let's look at Paul. In Philippians 4, verses 11 through 13, Paul writes, Not that I speak from want, for I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I am. I know how to get along with humble means, and I also know how to live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of being filled and going hungry, both of having abundance and suffering need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. That's the original usage of that last verse there. It's not about conquering mountains. It's about conquering the day-to-day. It's about being content in every circumstance that God puts you in, with less, with more. When the snowstorm came, Wade was the experienced elf that was able to handle that rough situation. Had he been promoted and a new elf put in his place, Santa might have been done for that year. In whatever circumstance God has you in right now, believe that it's for the best, for your good and his glory, and find contentment, because we're not getting any younger, you know. Catch a new Back Row Binge Watch every Monday on the Back Row Morning Show, exclusively on LTN Radio. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. If you're listening on Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network, remember that all of our shows air first on LTN Radio during the actual morning hours. And we'd love to kick off your day with some humor and fun. That's right. You can head over to LTNOnAir.com and see the schedule and also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone device. You can also enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices and then simply ask Alexa to play Love Thy Nerd. Before we do anything else... It's that time. What time? I got five random facts (laughs) about monkeys. Yeah. All right. There are currently 264 known species of monkeys. That's too many monkeys. It is a lot of monkeys. (laughs) Uh, Monkeys can be divided into two groups. 
old world monkeys that live in Africa and Asia and new world monkeys that live in South America. Mm-hmm. That's weird. So a baboon would be considered an old world monkey and a marmoset would be considered a new world monkey. That was mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, very strange. New world monkeys. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, groups of monkeys are known as a tribe, a troop, or a mission. Mission of monkeys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the mandrel is the largest type of monkey with adults weighing up to 35 kilograms, which is roughly 77 pounds. That's a big monkey. I guess that doesn't. Ca- we're not counting apes because those aren't really... Officially monkeys, right? Well, that's my last fact, that apes are not monkeys. (laughs) Yes. Not bad. Exactly. on the facts. (laughs) Exactly. But when you consider a monkey, 77 pounds is... That's still pretty large. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. A a pretty big monkey. (laughs) I don't want a 77-pound monkey spitting at me or peeing on me. Why is it only those two things it could do? Because that's what our monkeys at our zoo do. What? Yes. You've never been there when they've like peed on somebody? No. Yes. They will (laughs) climb up to the top of the cage and turn their booties out towards the crowd and pee. (laughs) Yes. That's hilarious. And then it's two girl monkeys and one boy monkey at our zoo here. And And one of the girl monkeys... Every time we go, we have gone to our zoo at least two dozen times in the eight years that we've lived here. Every time we go, one of the girl monkeys blows kisses and winks at Chris. Every time. (laughs) I don't know if it's the same girl monkey because they look the same, you know. I assume it is because that makes the story more fun. But Chris just smells like bananas. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> this one girl monkey has a serious crush on my husband. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we get to our main topic, uh, we want to remind you that Back Row, the Back Row Morning Show, this show, the one you're listening to right now, hmm. uh, <laughs> is just one of several podcasts and shows from the Love Thy Nerd podcast network. We are the Diet Nerd Show. We don't usually go full nerd. Uh, but there's one show on the station that's even less nerdy than us. Uh, Today we want to give you a little taste of Bible Thump, our weekly Sunday message from Drew Dixon. Take a listen to what goes on over there. Here's the test for whether Paul's making sense or not to us. Read through the list of things he says we ought to put off. This list of sexual and speech related behaviors in verses in Colossians 5 um, sorry Colossians 3 verses 5 through 9 read through those verses and then read through the things he said we ought to put we ought to put on instead the the good attitudes and behaviors we ought to put on in verses 12 through 17 and so ask yourself this suppose there was a town in your in your part of the country where everybody acted or behaved in the way described in verses five through nine. Um, I'll read those again. So, uh, therefore put to death what belongs to your earthly nature, sexual morality. You know, there's this town where everyone's just really sexual and moral. There's no rules. People just do whatever. Impurity, lust, evil desire. I mean, people are constantly making each other feel less than, right? That's what Paul's talking about here. The sort of attitude towards sex that makes people feel like, 
uh, you know, objectified and belittled and used rather than valued and loved and treasured, uh, where everyone's greedy, right? Where people are constantly trying to one up each other and prove that they have better possessions, better homes, better lives. There's just this spirit of like bitter competition and, and getting ahead and everyone's trying to get ahead of one another. So imagine there's a place like that, right? Um, or, um, and, and we're like, let's read on too, where people are lying and, and full of anger, malice, filthy language, wrath, like where people are cruel to each other. Um, you know, think about a place where there's, where bullies are allowed to just keep living in their bullying, right? Keep, keep living that way. Or imagine that there's a place, um, that's more like verses 12. There's another city in your area, you know, a few miles away, right? Um, that's more like verses 12 through 17. Paul says, put on compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a grievance, just as the Lord has forgiven you and put on love. So imagine a place where people love each other, are kind to one another. When we, when we do wrong to each other, we, we forgive and we're gentle and humble. You know, we're not... Everyone's not just out to prove how great they are and how they're, how much better they are than everyone else, but people are actually looking out for each other's welfare. We actually want other people to succeed and to do well and to have good, meaningful lives. Like This is a community where people support one another and are united for a common purpose. And most of all, they love each other. Um, so imagine those two towns. Like Which town would you rather live in? Which of these sounds more appealing? You know, this town where everyone's um, objectifying each other and and competing to try and prove they're better than one another, or this place where everyone lifts each other up, bears each other's burdens, um, loves each other, is willing to forgive and 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 support one another and 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 live for each other's common good. I suppose I'm back to what everybody does when they preach passages like this. I mean, the answer is obvious, right? Which of these should you desire more? Well, the the good one, like the good town, right? That's where, where, where we should land. That's what we should want. But do you really want that type of existence? Do you really want to, would you really want to live in that type of town? Um, you're supposed to want to live in the town of humility, compassion, kindness, and patience. But look at what Paul says in verse 5. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you. Paul's telling us, like, look, you are a resurrected being. You've been raised with Christ if you trust him. You carry about the death of resurrection with you, and yet there's things that are earthly in you that you need to be putting to death. So all those those selfish desires that Paul talks about at the beginning of that passage, those are there. They're present with us. And if we're honest, those are things that we want on some level. Um you are a resurrected being, but you are still living out your present existence in a jar of clay. You're still weak, but you like to pretend you're not. And sinful attitudes still exist in you. There's a part of you that dreams about living without sexual boundaries and saying exactly what you want to get what you want out of life when you want it, right? These desires though crucified, they're present there in you on some level. And so what we need to do is actively acknowledge this. In our earthly frame, our desires 
for ourselves, for impurity, for greed, for getting ahead, for stomping others that get in our way, right? There's also anger, malice, and deceit, this willingness to lie so that we can look good and get ahead. If you're honest, you wonder at times about whether or not you're missing out on something, on some experience, whether it's some experience if you had more money or some experience if you had less uh, boundaries, sexual boundaries or something like that, right? We think, oh, what, you know, it's the same thing Adam and Eve faced in the garden, right? We don't want to put off these sinful, desi- sinful, selfish desires. Why? Because, well, we might be missing out on something, right? Did God actually say, right? We sort of think that same way. So Paul's here to remind you of what you already know, but need to be reminded of again and again, that the pleasure and security that these desires promise to secure for us is a facade. It doesn't last. Paul says, in fact, on account of these things, the wrath of God is coming. So the practices Paul outlines in verses 5 through 9 result in communities, families, villages, whole towns tearing themselves apart. Unbridled sexual license and untamed angry speech result in the breakdown of relationships at every level. Some people may fool themselves into thinking that they have, they'll have a good time in that atmosphere. But again and again, in moments of truth, they will admit that they are lost, confused, lonely, and bitter. So there's some of you listening who fit that bill. If that's you, let me encourage you to do, in the clearest terms possible, what you already know you need to do. To repent and believe. To turn from that way of thinking and trust Christ to raise you, to give you a view of the world that would say, no, I want to live in this world that promotes the good of others, that, that points them to their renewed reality and their renewed identity, their resurrected identity, right? Let's embrace who God has made us to be in Christ. Drew just wrapped up a big series and is taking the rest of December off, but he'll be back in January. Until then, I'm covering this coming Sunday, and our buddy Hector Mirai. It's by the way, it's Mirai. I yeah, I've did I've you know picked that? Up on that? That's crazy how I got it wrong the first time. Thought I had it right for the last year and a half, and now realize I've been saying it wrong too. Yeah, I first called it uh, Murray. And then uh, it's oh, it's Mira, and no, it's Mirai. Mirai, Hector Mirai. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll bring yeah. us the last two Bible thumbs of the year. <laughs> I'm sorry, Hector. I I do just want to point out um, what I say. What I Hector, do. not only has he been getting your name wrong, but he also steps all over my parts of the the show here. I, I was, oh, that was your line. Yeah, I was supposed to say that. My so. bad. Anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd say let's just delete it and re-record it, but we we really clarified the Hector Mirai thing, so we should probably leave it in. <laughs> Disney's annual Investor Day events took place last Thursday, with this year's event having a special emphasis on their streaming service, Disney+. Plus. But there were a ton of reveals, updates, and overall thrilling information during the hours-long event, giving fans a lot to be excited about over the coming months and years. And uh, when we say a ton of information, we do mean a ton. Every aspect of Disney's catalog had some major updates on Thursday, making it truly an event with a little something for everyone. And today we're going to cover nearly everything announced for Disney Plus, Hulu, Lucasfilms, Disney Animation, Pixar, and 
Marvel. Let's start, though, with Star Wars, because holy cow, this machine was just starting up with The Mandalorian. <sighs> Do you watch The Mandalorian? No. Mm, you should be. I know, I know, I it know. It is the best thing Star Wars themed that has happened since Empire Strikes Back. So we started to watch it, and I just had a really difficult time getting into it. But then when we were with Kevin and Kara over yeah. Thanksgiving, they watched the l- latest episode. Not the latest episode, but what was at the time. At the time, yes. <laughs> the latest episode. And I really got into that episode, but I really have no idea what's happening because <laughs> yeah. I'm not at all up to date. So I'm like, The Man. first season is just like the first season of any big new yeah. shows. You got to watch like five or six, and then you're hooked. Yeah. Just suffer through five or six if you like it well enough. And then you're like, okay, now we're watching every single thing. Because there's a lot to establish. And establishment is boring. That's That's, just essentially it. That's fair. Uh, But, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Season two is fantastic. These last uh, three or four episodes that I've seen, it comes on, it plays. I'm like, this is the best Star Wars thing I've ever seen. There's no way they can top this episode. And then the next week, they top it. Yeah. And then they top it again. And I just don't understand how it's so good, but it is. Can I just say, I've been really excited because, you know, there's always been Princess Leia. She's like the only female. And then there was Rey. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, now there's actually two females. What? But now, and I don't remember her name. What's her name? Ahsoka. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, what? Mine's blown. It's well, not just a boy thing sure. anymore. Well, Ahsoka has been part of the right. animated ones. Yes. Uh, and the <laughs> so every And the com com Well, yeah, the books? comics have always kind of been a side okay. adventure, but the animated series for sure um, Clone Wars, and I don't know if she's in Rebels or not, but I know she's in Clone Wars mm-hmm. uh, for the entirety of it. Um and so I'm not a I'm not the the Star Wars animation nerd. I've never watched those shows, but there are a lot of Star Wars fans that have been diligently watching them mm-hmm. and saying, "No, it's not just a kids show. You need to watch it. It's part of the story." And now they're getting to rub it in the faces of all the people that refuse yeah. to watch it. They're like, see, you don't even know who she is. You don't know why what she just said was important. <laughs> And I'm like, fine, you're right. You know, you know who that person is that would be saying that? Who? Bonnie. Bonnie. Wellborn. Yeah. The, the little girl. She's not that a little girl, girl she's anymore. She's not little anymore. Mm-hmm. Nope. She's a big girl. She, she can rope them goats. Yeah. What are no. else? What else she roping? Yeah. What's the biggest thing she's roping I, right now? I don't think she's really roping anything, Matt. Not roping? No. She's she's showing longhorns. Oh, I thought she was roping things. No. Never. I'm positive I've seen pictures of her roping stuff. Um, I mean, you might be right, but <laughs> I, I don't really think she's roped a whole lot. Okay, well, <laughs> maybe I'm just assuming it's roping because it looks like a rodeo every time she's on the phone. <laughs> anyway, hey, Disney, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, there you go. Sorry. My bad. A plethora of new Star Wars content has been, been announced. First up, we've got... Uh, Rangers of the New Republic. This will be a new series set within the timeline of The Mandalorian, but I have no idea what it's about. It's just been announced. We got a logo. No idea where it's going. Uh, Could be fun, but here's a big one. Ahsoka getting her own series. Mm. That same character from uh, from The Mandalorian episode. Okay. Getting her own 
series also set within the, the Mandalorian. So essentially, that episode that you saw was kind of a soft pilot for her own show. Okay. Yeah, which is uh, Ros- Rosario Dawson uh-huh. is who plays that. Uh, so that's coming. Uh, series for that. A new series. Did you see the movie? Uh, what was it called? Rebel One? Mm-mm. The it was set about is it Rebel One? Mm. <laughs> no, no, I'm a uh, second guessing. Rogue One, Rogue One, oh. Rogue One. Yes, I've seen you Rogue, Rogue One. one. <laughs> <laughs> Where Rebel came from? <laughs> uh, rebellion, I guess. I, don't know. I guess. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Rogue One. Yeah, I saw. Rogue but that one. was a one-off because you know they all. Spoiler alert. That, uh, but I mean, it's part of the story. It's, it's, it's Listen, I hope anyway. everybody knows that at this point. <laughs> um, there is now the guy in that, the short dude with the mustache. Okay. Yeah, who I'm talking about. <laughs> He's got his own series, basically prequeling that called Andor, and it's going to be showing his adventures. Everything. There's a line in. In Rogue One, where he says, everything I did, I did for the Republic mm. or the Rebellion. Dang it. Wow. <laughs> All these R words. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, this is what that's going to be about. All the stuff that he did for the Rebellion. Uh, let's see. Okay. Here's the big, big one. Okay. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Featuring Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi from the prequels. Okay. And Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader. From Interesting. The yeah. It will feature both of them. And this is set 10 years after the Revenge of the Sith. So 10 okay. years after that movie, still long before mm. uh, A New Hope. Interesting. I'm really excited about it. Uh, and then we got another animated series, and this spins off of Clone Wars called Star Wars The Bad Batch. And this is uh, basically, <sighs> Clone Wars is essentially about, you remember from the prequels, pretty much all the original stormtroopers were clones. Right. Clones of Jango Fett. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this is supposed to be like, at the, the tail end of the Clone Wars series, there was a bad batch, bad batch of clones, clones that had essentially a, a special power or deformity or something. And they had their own like unit. And so this is going to be focusing on them. Beyond that, I don't know the story, but uh, it is going to be after the Clone War, so it's after that original series. Uh, we got Star Wars Visions coming out, and this is an original series of animated short films. Uh, they're anime-like films, okay. which is going to be interesting, if nothing else. A Star Wars Lando event series. Okay. Uh, I think it's just going to be like... A miniseries, the way it's presented, not a multi-season show, but just like one series, one season kind of thing. Um, And I don't know who's going to be Lando or where it's going to be set in the timeline, Hmm. because there has been no mention of Billy D. Williams nor Donald Glover, the two people that have played him in the movies. Hmm. So who knows? Uh, Then we have Star Wars The Acolyte, which... uh, says it's going to be set in the final days of the High Republic era. But that's pretty much all all we know. Okay, then. But anyway, a lot. Yeah. A lot of Star Wars. 
And that is just the starting point of this announcement, guys. That's less than a fourth of what we have to announce. So uh, keep it right here. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, still plenty of crazy announcements from Disney to go through, including some really out of left field things. Hmm. But first, five not cool things. Stick around. What's up, everybody? I'm Radio Matt, and this is Five Not Cool Things. Number 51. Calling companies and getting an automated helpline that does not offer the option I need. Number 52. Seeing something gross on TV when you're trying to eat? I'm looking at you, Hulu ads for Dr. Pimple Popper. Number 53. People who waste time at work when they have several things they are behind on, especially when their things are holding up my things and it makes me look like a slacker. Number 54, lending a pristine scratchless CD to a friend and getting back a disc that was clearly used for a game of Frisbee in a dirty parking lot. Yes, I still burn CDs. Shut up. And number 55, people who start every sentence with, hey, I'm right next to you. I can hear you. Just start talking and I will pay attention. You don't have to start every sentence with me by leaping out from behind a daisy. These have been five not cool things. But you know what is cool? I love thy nerd t-shirt. I love thy nerd sticker. I love thy nerd hoodie. Look, it might be a little too late to get these things as gifts for Christmas, but, you know, we all got that grandma who's going to slip us that $50 check. Why don't you come spend it over at the Love Thy Nerd store and rep your nerdiness. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And we hope you're listening to us on LTN Radio when we air each weekday morning at 7 a.m. and again at 9 a.m. Central. That's right. You can head over to LTNOnAir.com and see the schedule and also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone device. Stay up to date with our shows and enjoy the amazing mix of music we have playing throughout, too. We're going to take a quick take. We're going to play a quick round of Who Said It? This time... uh, it's a it's a game of can you choose who wrote the lyrics? Okay. Between David Byrne, an award-winning and influential composer, artist, filmmaker, songwriter, and musician, or the Wiggles. Okay. A group of Australians who sing about fruit for children. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> you can play along at home. We have 15 lyrics. It is time, but it's a big number, so I don't think we'll get anywhere near running out of time. <laughs> okay, here we go. Number one. And we're all riding in this old bus, and the driver is singing to us. David Byrne or the Wiggles? I mean, I feel like this one is trying to confuse me. (laughs) That's probably the whole game. David Byrne. (laughs) Correct. Good job. I'd have to find a place where I could hide her away. Ooh. Why would the Wiggles (laughs) say this? (laughs) Um... Man, I really want to say the Wiggles. <laughs> David Byrne. It's the Wiggles. Really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I man. have no idea what the context is. Every kid in every school knows all you've got to do is smile. David Byrne. Correct. Mm-hmm. 
She pulls out all the weeds, plants more roses, and she mows the lawn. Here I come again. The Wiggles. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) There are no cars or trains, but we will get by. The Wiggles. Yeah. (laughs) Teeny weeny town, tiny town, tiny town. And every little town, if you look around, is a tiny town, tiny town, tiny town. David Byrne. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Nose to the ground, crawling, crawling. David Byrne. Wiggles. (laughs) You're doing really good. (laughs) All right. Look at that kitchen and all of that food. Look at them eating. I bet it tastes real good. David Byrne. Correct. I better take this raincoat off. I won't need it anymore. (sighs) David Byrne. Wiggles. (laughs) Wiggles. <laughs> I am fixing broken broken things. Everyone could use some help. Mm, David Byrne. Correct. Animal noise. The horses and cattle and fowl of the air. David Byrne. Wiggles. Oh, <laughs> darn. <laughs> so slip inside this funky house. Wiggle while you work. David Byrne. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Sleeping on my daddy's shoulder, drinking from a paper cup. Ooh. Uh, David Byrne. Correct. Okay, good. <laughs> her ears, her eyes, her fingers and toes are as tiny as can be. The Wiggles. Correct. <laughs> Last one. Cute, cute little baby. Little pee-pee, little toes. What? <laughs> no. No. So terribly inappropriate. The Wiggles? That was Okay, good. Sheesh. Did I get four wrong, I think? You got five wrong. You got 10 out of 15, which is a 67, so. It's not terrible. (laughs) Considering I've never watched The Wiggles a day in my life, and I have no idea who David Byrne is, I'm going to pat myself on the back. (laughs) You did really good with a lot of the fake outs. Man. What? No. No. So wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So as we began discussing in our last segment, at the end of the last week, Disney dropped several bombs when it came to future projects. Thought it was huge before the Disney Plus launch when they first announced their three still-to-premiere Marvel-based series, WandaVision, Loki, and The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. But this time, the list is miles long. Mm -hmm. So... Let's pick up where we left off. Uh, so let's see. First off, we've got a new, um, I guess technically they're still called the princess movies, the Disney princess movies, but in the vein of Frozen and Moana and Tangled and things like that. Okay. This one is Raya and the Last Dragon. Seems to be set in Japan. Okay. It doesn't look like uh, a Mulan type Movie, though. Okay. Um, I have no idea what it's about, but it's coming in March. So it'll be fun. It'll be coming to theaters and Disney Plus. Uh, Disney Plus will be doing their premiere access thing. What was that? Drum roll. (laughs) Gonna mute my computer. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Must be some audio ad. I hate it when Mm -hmm. websites put an 
ad it'll play audio out of nowhere mm-hmm. uh anywho uh yeah ray and the last dragon the pre- r-a-y-a i'm pretty sure it can be pronounced R-A-Y-A. either way i don't know R-A-Y-A. which one Anywho, uh, okay. the premiere access, I believe, is the you pay extra to watch it for the first few months, I think. Okay. But I don't know. Like they did with the live action Mulan. Um, new series coming to Hulu. We've got Only Murders in the Building, uh, starring Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the Dropout, starring Kate McKinnon from SNL. Dope Sick, starring Michael Keaton. Okay. Peter Sarsgaard and Rosario Dawson. Nine Perfect Strangers, starring Nicole Kidman and Melissa McCarthy. Hey. A lot of big names. Yeah. For Hulu series. For Hulu, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Those of you who watch The Handmaid's Tale, it's been greenlit for two more seasons. I don't watch it, so I don't care. We, you know, 2020 is probably not the year to watch The Handmaid's right. Tale. Like, it, yeah. Then we got a couple new FX on Hulu series. The Old Man starring Jeff Bridges. No idea what it's about. Uh, platform. Probably an old man. <laughs> platform, an innovative scripted anthology series from BJ Novak, which is Ryan from The Office. Okay. But you might not know that. I know who Ryan is. <laughs> Uh, Why the Last Man, which is a groundbreaking comic book series, is finally becoming a TV series. Uh, Alien. There's an Alien series coming from the movies. Okay. Alien coming to FX. And uh, Shogun, which uh, it's going to be like an epic, gritty Japanese type show. Yeah, Mm -hmm. just that's all I know. Then we had all the Star Wars stuff we already announced. Let's skip over that here. <laughs> uh, Willow. Did you ever watch Willow, the movie? With um, Warwick Davis, the little person mm, actor? I don't think so. It sounded familiar, but I, I don't feel like you'd recognize him if you saw him because he's been in a lot of things. But Willow was a, well, you know, it was a big hit back then. Uh, they're starting a series. Also starring Warwick Davis. And this was an old movie, too. This was like when we were kids. Oh, okay. Um, and so, yeah, a whole series based on that's coming out. Uh, the next installment of Indiana Jones is coming July oh 2022. Goodness. Still starring Harrison Ford. What? They didn't pass it down to Shia LaBeouf, which was a good idea, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Couple I don't know about. Oh, there's another Star Wars thing. Apparently, it's snuck in. There's a war. Uh, there's a Rogue Squadron movie coming out. Uh, I don't know much about it, <laughs> but it's going to be focusing on X-wing pilots as they battle in space over the fate of the galaxy. It's pretty much all we really know. That sounds kind of cool. Yeah, uh, a lot of things in National Geographic that I don't care about. <laughs> That's fair. all right. So here's some new projects for Disney Plus. The Mighty Ducks Game Changers. What? Don't know if it's a movie. Don't know if it's a series, but it does star Emilio Estevez. What? I don't know. I'm in for it, though. Yeah. Uh, a remake of Turner and Hooch. Oh, my goodness. Starring Josh Peck. Uh, a, movie called, a movie called Big Shot, starring John Stamos, Yvette Nicole Brown from Community, mm-hmm. and uh, Jessalyn Gilsig, I think is how you pronounce her name. 
then the Mysterious Benedict Society, which is based on some book series that I haven't heard about. Hocus Pocus 2. Yes, I am super excited about this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hocus Pocus 2 is coming out. And it's Bette Midler. Yeah, all, I believe all three of them. All, are all three. I'm I've only sure. seen Bette Midler, but... Uh, sequel to the 1993, also when we were kids. Yeah. My gosh. But it is a classic. I yeah. mean, Mila, my it. daughter loves it. She loves to watch it. I hate it. Oh, And it's what? because of Bette Midler, and it's because of the way her mouth is in the movie. It just, I can't look at her face <laughs> the, See, with her weird teeth, like, yeah. curled up stuff. Uh-huh. It just grosses me out. It gives me the bleh. I <laughs> love Bette Midler. Oh, yeah. She's she's a national treasure, for sure. Absolutely. But, I just can't look at her face in that movie. That's fair. <laughs> There's also a remake of Big coming out. The really? Tom Hanks classic. Um, let's see here. What? Tom Hanks was in Tuner. Tuner. Tuner and Hooch. Yeah. <laughs> Turner and Hooch, too, right? Tuner and Hatch. Yeah. That was, was Tom in, Hanks? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Huh. Oh. <laughs> I see a trend. A modern take on the hilarious 80s movie, Three Men and a Baby, is coming out, starring okay. Zac Efron. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, let's see. A couple different things here. A new Cheaper by the Dozen, which would be, I believe, the third remake. Yeah. Uh, this is coming from Blackish producer Kenya Barris, starring Gabrielle Union. Okay. Uh, the Diary of a Wimpy Kid's getting an animated version film. Oh my goodness. Uh, which I'm assuming will be closer to the actual books. As opposed to the live action versions. The Ice Age is getting the next installment. I mean, they're at their, what, 18th movie now? They're the new land before time. They just keep coming out every three years. (laughs) I guess I'm behind. This is called The Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. (laughs) Well, I think I did hear about that one. And then there's an animated Night at the Museum coming. Yeah. Which I don't understand... What? I don't understand it either, but I think it's the only way that they can continue on with Night at the Museum since Robin Williams passing. True. There's no way that you can continue on doing. You don't think they could pull it off without Robin Williams? Because he wasn't the main character. No, but he was he... the main side character. But Yeah, but that's the thing. Yeah. I don't think you can do it. Yeah. So instead, they're going to do what they did with, in reverse, with what they did with Aladdin and Mm-hmm. Just recast him, but you can't really tell because it's animated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Little Mermaid is getting its own quote-unquote live-action movie right? that will still be 90% animated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, it's a, let's see, Ariel's going to be Halle Berry. Oh. Sebastian will be David Diggs from Hamilton. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, Thomas Jefferson. Mm-hmm. King Triton will be uh, Javier Barnum. I think that's how you say his name. Uh, let's see. Melissa McCarthy will be Ursula. Wow. Yeah. Aquafina will be Scuttle. Okay. <laughs> Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Do you remember them? Yeah, they're getting a live action quote unquote movie. Hey, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. A new live action Pinocchio. Okay. Starring Tom Hanks. Okay. <laughs> what is going on Why with not? Tom Hanks this year? I'm, I'm uh, confused. Uh, also, I'm assuming it's a an, another kind of live action Peter Pan and Wendy. 
I don't know if this is a retelling of the original story or not, but there's Tinkerbell. Jude Law is going to be Captain Hook. Hmm. I'm all right with it. Uh, Disenchanted, a sequel to Enchanted with Amy Adams. Mm-hmm. I loved that movie. It was cute. And so I'm excited for a second. Uh, and then this one, way out of left field, Sister Act 3, starring Whoopi Goldberg. For real? Yeah. In development with Tyler Perry set to produce. What? Like, half of the stuff on this list sounds like like fantasy booking kind of stuff. Right. Like, I would love to see this with this person or doing this. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying, like, Disney Plus is doing fan service, like, big time this yeah. year. Well, I think that's, like... 2020 happened and we weren't able to do a whole lot and people had a lot of extra time on Mm -hmm. their hands to just sit and think and contemplate and finally they're all like you know what why does this have to be a dream why can't we just make it come true let's Let's, do it crank some stuff out here yeah all right so disney animation now is getting in on creating animated series disney animation has been focusing on pixar like movies but aren't Pixar from Disney. So we're talking like uh, Wreck-It Ralph. We're mm-hmm. talking Big Hero 6. Uh, of course, all the princess movies that have been 3D animated lately. Zootopia, um, you know, Moana, those kind of things. Well, they're getting into animated series, just like Star Wars has Mandalorian. They're getting into their own animated series to expand the universes of these different shows. And so we're getting a Disney Plus Baymax from Big Hero 6, Zootopia Plus, Tiana, which uh, mm-hmm. wasn't a computer animated movie, but that's, so I don't know if it's going to be still in like 2D animation or not. Okay. And then Moana is getting her own series. And as I understand it, it's supposed to have all the main voice actors still a part of it. Wow. And so it won't have the feel that these kind of spin-off series cartoons usually have. Right. Just being like a cheaper version for kids, but this is supposed to be real. like, yeah, Authentic. like a real thing. Yeah. Which is cool. Uh, let's see. A lot of other things. Pixar here. We've got popcorn. A collection of mini shorts starring your favorite Pixar characters coming in January. That's a cute name for yeah. shorts. <laughs> uh, also, they're they're also getting into the series thing, focusing okay. on actual series, not just spinoff cartoons, but like real, making this a part of the canon kind of thing. Doug Days, an up spinoff following the adventures of Doug the dog. Okay. I'm assuming post up. Uh, a new series face, uh, featuring Lightning McQueen and Mater. Okay. Buddy, buddy comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Luca, Win or Lose, Turning Red. These are all movies and animated series coming out that I don't really know anything about. They're all new. Uh, but then another movie out of left field, Lightyear. What, what is that? Blasting into theaters June 17th, 2020, I'm sorry, 2022, Lightyear is the definitive story of the original Buzz Lightyear, (gasps) voiced by Chris Evans, not Tim Allen. Interesting. Still looks like it's going to be 3D animated, but it's not going to be about the toy. It's going to be like 
the show behind it. Okay. Which is cool. But they also kind of already did this with a cartoon version of Buzz Lightyear. Oh, did they? Yeah, but it was still one of those rip-off series. Not rip-off, but, you know, spin-off series mm-hmm. that are just kind of, go have fun with this. But this they're actually making into a real movie. Hmm. I mean, who'd have thought that was going to be coming out? And yet I'm still, I'm here for it. I <laughs> I think it's creative. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. And so then we still have WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki. Those are still mm-hmm. getting ready to come out. But we've get, we're getting more teases. We've had more WandaVision teases. Loki, they've just released the first like trailer for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trailer takes it in a weirder direction than I assumed it was going. Uh, looks like it's going to be very fun. Uh, what If is, is getting set to release, which is an animated series from the Marvel series. And it's 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 taking the spin off of a comic book series called What If that basically just like, what if this person did this instead of this person? Okay. What would happen there? Um, and so it will have voice acting from all the big names that have been in the movie. Samuel L. Jackson, Chris Hemsworth, Mark Ruffalo, Josh Brolin. Chadwick Boseman, all of them. Jeremy Win- uh, Renner, Paul Rudd, the whole crew. The whole crew. Hmm. Uh, Ms. Marvel. Okay, so these are new Marvel series that they're announcing now, just like these three that have yet to materialize. Ms. Marvel follows um, Kamala Khan, which I believe is the first like Muslim superhero that Marvel came out with. Okay. Uh, sh- if I remember correctly, she has like st- stretchy powers. Like okay. Elastic Man or Plastic Man. I don't really know all that much about her. but Or Gumby. It'll be fun. Or Gumby. <laughs> <laughs> She-Hulk is coming out. Okay. It'll be fun. And, about uh, me. It is confirmed that Mark Ruffalo will return. Uh, and, as will Tim Roth, who played Abomination in the Hulk movie. That is now very old. I think that was 2006 when that came out. And... Uh, we haven't really seen a standalone Hulk story hmm. since then, but that villain will make a return for the series, which is cool. Okay. Uh, then we have Moon Knight, Secret Invasion, Iron Heart, Armor Wars, I Am Groot, and the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. All of these series being developed. Secret Invasion, you saw Captain Marvel, right? Mm-hmm. So in that, you saw Talos, the um, pointy-eared green guy. Yes. Yeah, the, the mm-hmm. shapeshifters. Yes. Originally, that's what like they thought this was going to be. And in the Secret Wars comic book, it was like revealed that there were these shapeshifters had been a part of the Marvel Universe for like years and years and were just getting found out here. And so it was a secret invasion over a long period of time. And that's what they thought they were going to try and get at with... Captain Marvel, and then they did a twist on everybody. And it's like, no, they're the kind of the good guys here uh, because they didn't want people to see what was coming. Mm-hmm. So this has confirmed Samuel L. Jackson will return as Nick Fury and Ben Mendelsohn will be back as the Skrull Talos. How they're pulling off this story, I don't know, but uh, it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Ironheart is supposed to be following the successor to Iron Man, which is a, a young black teenager Female teenager. Uh, It's from a relatively new comic book series, so I don't really know much about it. Uh, Armor Wars is going to be starring Don Cheadle as War Machine, and it'll explore uh, a classic Marvel story about what happens when Tony Stark's tech falls into the wrong hands. 
And I really hope they bring back Justin Hammer from Iron Man 2. Okay. Because that was really fun. Uh, James Gunn is going to write the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. And it'll be filmed along with volume three of Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I feel like it's like a a spiritual successor to the Star Wars holiday special. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm, I'm excited. And then I Am Groot is going to be a series of shorts featuring Baby Groot. Mm-hmm. And several new and unusual characters. And I'm assuming it's still going to be like live action. Yeah. Which will be cool. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder still coming out. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp's third movie. Have you not heard of Thor Love and Thunder? No. I'm still stuck on Groot. Oh. But what is the what is the dialogue going to be? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I'm like, that's going to be so cute. And then I'm like, wait. <laughs> There's just no talking? Yeah. I'm, I'm slightly confused now. <laughs> okay. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Third installment of Ant-Man and the Wasp, or Ant-Man series has been announced now. Okay. Uh, and everybody's supposed to return for that. The whole cast. Uh, including Rudd's new daughter actress from Endgame. Because she was five mm-hmm. years older at this yes. point, so that'll be weird. <laughs> that that the snap really was a weird thing for the universe because, like every movie, individual series had to just like incorporate that in there. Like that's true. Yep. Some of us are older and some of us are not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Spider Man Three did an okay. I mean, two did an okay job incorporating it and kind of mm-hmm. making it funny, but same time, it's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then the biggest reveal for Marvel at the end of the show was just a giant circle and the number four. They're bringing back the Fantastic Four, yep. the original superhero team from Marvel. And I really hope they do a better job of it than the last guy who had the helm. But I'm excited. But the one thing missing from the entirety of at least the Marvel section was anything having to do with the X-Men. Hmm. Whom they now own all the rights to. That's true. Not a single mention. And this is movies up through at least the next two years. No X-Men. Weird. So I don't know if that means they aren't planning anything with the X-Men or if they're like... Trying to keep surprises. I say surprises. I hope surprises. Yeah. Uh, and then the latest rumors, this was on a part of the Disney thing, but the latest rumors since we're talking about Marvel movies for Spider-Man 3 is it indeed is shaping up to be a multiverse event. Really? They have signed Kirsten Dunst from the original trilogy. They're working on Tobey Maguire. They have signed Andrew Garfield. They have signed... Uh, Gwen Stacy, I don't remember who played her character. Mm. I don't remember her name. I know who played her character, but I don't remember her name offhand. But the Gwen Stacy character. uh, They have signed Jamie Foxx as Electro from the second Amazing Spider-Man with with Andrew Garfield. They have signed the guy who played Dr. Octopus in the second original trilogy as Dr. Octopus. They're getting a bunch of different characters from a bunch of different versions of the Spider-Man series in on this movie. 
I feel that's, I think that's like, I don't know. I think it could be really cool, but I also think it could be really dangerous. It's very dangerous. Yeah. But Into the Spider-Verse was amazing. Yeah. So if they can pull off something with the same heart as that. Yeah. Home run. Yeah. So. And there's also speculation that that and then the Doctor Strange movie that follows it, because Doctor Strange is confirmed also to be in that movie. Mm -hmm. And so that might be like the kickstart of multiverse stuff. Mm -hmm. And then Doctor Strange's movie uh, sequel is about the multiverse. It's called The Multiverse of Madness. And so the idea is that that's the secret where the X-Men come in. Like that's where we're going to see the door open where that universe collides with this universe. Now, I'm not saying it will be the same characters from those movies or the original mm-hmm. series, mm-hmm. but that'll just be that'll be the explanation of why we haven't seen any X-Men in the movies in this whole timeline yet. Okay. That's the idea. That's the working idea. The hypothesis in the nerd sphere. I'm just excited. It's yeah. a good time to be a Marvel and a Star Wars fan. Sure. <laughs> Yeah. And there's so much coming out. It's okay if one or two of them suck. That's fair. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's fair. <laughs> you don't want for any of them to right. suck. But your big if one expectation does, is at least that she got eight others. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. It is exciting. Yeah. It's I mean, really, this entire thing just read like a what? what is going on? Yep. Who has been reading my fan mail? Right? <laughs> How are you in my head? <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm yeah, I'm all in, guys. I'm all in. I'm ready for these next few years. 2020. I I hated you and I'll I'll kick you to the curb because you know, we talked about and we're just going to we're going to bring it down. Not down like sad, but down the serious mode for a second. Okay. We speculated 2021 could be worse. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I am more and more hopeful every day that it won't be. It might start off pretty crummy, but we know that we got vaccines that are working. They're being rolled out. We know that about the same time the, the spread of the vaccine should be pretty well spread out to where we can start getting back to normal will happen also around the summer months when the virus should be waning anyway mm-hmm. because of heat. And that's just what it does during warmer months. I think the reason why, even if these first six months are worse than these last six months have been, the reason why it'll be better is because we'll have a light at the end of the tunnel. We'll have a, that that end, end date is within view now. That's fair. Because this whole year has been made worse just by the fear of the unknown. Yeah. Like, we don't know when it's going to be, uh, when a, a cure is going to come or a vaccine vaccine's going to come. Uh, we don't know if this thing's going to mutate and go away like, you know, previous things have mm-hmm. or if it's going to mutate and get worse. We still don't know <laughs> how we're really supposed to combat it. <laughs> Masks, no masks, masks, stay home, lockdown, no gun, lockdown, I don't know, wash your economy, hands, don't, don't wash your hands. No, we're always supposed to wash our hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but you know, then you know, moving forward, even now, we can look and say, look, we we've got the end goal in sight. The fin- the marathon's almost over. We can see the finish line on the horizon. Let's just plow through, get through the rest of this, even if it stinks to high heaven. And uh, all this stuff to look forward to just makes it even better. Yeah. There's been years in the past where, like, I've, I'm looking forward to one movie, and that's been, you know, exciting enough to keep me a fan and keep me going. Yeah. But there's at least half this stuff I'm dying to see. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, ooh, can't and die even, yet, guys. Can't give up the ghost yet. <laughs> even the stuff that I'm not super excited to see, I'm still it's keeping me interested enough to where, yeah, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. I'm not like sitting Especially if on the edge. I'm for Disney Plus. Well, yeah, duh. <laughs> I'm not sitting on the edge of my seat waiting for it, mm-hmm. but it's still exciting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you were thinking like, you know, once Mandalorian season two runs out, we're just going to give up on Disney Plus for a while. It's not the time. It's not right. the time to give up Disney Plus. <laughs> they started off slightly slow and really banked on you wanting all the nostalgia stuff that they put up, but they are ramping up production, guys. They're ready to go. Listen, though, I'm still upset that they have not put bug juice on. They still haven't, have they? Yeah. There's no bug juice. Mm -mm. I need to know what happened with Stephanie and Connor. (laughs) Gosh. I'm upset. I really like Prep and Landing, the the two cartoons for Mm -hmm. Christmas that they came out with. And they just put them on there, which is great, the first two. But there was like a third one, a short one. It was like seven minutes long, but there was a third one they came out with. And I have not been able to find it anywhere. Hmm. online anywhere else and i and i'm like you own this why won't you put it up there you have a bunch of shorts on your on the on the thing yeah put this on there too and i found out that youtube currently owns the rights to it how is that like you know the the showing rights just like netflix does with the other series oh. they have like the contracted okay. ability to show it so you can buy it from youtube and watch it on youtube and so like, you got to wait a few years i guess before disney will get it back but, you know, like Hulu and Netflix in the next five years, pretty much everything that they've contracted to show will be pulled off because every TV company and movie company that's been licensing out their shows to these streaming services are now making their own streaming services. Mm-hmm. Um, CBS All Access is now becoming Paramount Plus, which is going to bring in uh, a bunch of other... Uh, properties like Nickelodeon and and uh, all the Paramount movies and you know, all the stuff. It'll make it a much bigger service. And so they're going to pull off all their sh- shows from Hulu and Netflix. Mm-hmm. NBC has launched Peacock. Uh, it's already about to take uh, The Office over on January 1st, yep. which will be a big, big draw for them because that's literally the main reason most people have Netflix <laughs> still to this day, Yeah, to just binge watch The Office on repeat. <laughs> well, for Peacock, they'll have Friends and The Office. Mm-hmm. You don't need anything else. Oh, wait. Does Peacock have Friends? They were NBC. Yes, friends. but I don't think they have the streaming rights to it, honestly. Oh. I think HBO Max has Friends. Well, I know HBO Max has what well, is supposed to have whatever the Friends reunion is going to be. So I'm pretty sure they have Friends then. Oh. Because they also have uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. HBO Max's lineup is huge. I don't like HBO Max. I don't like the it's idea. It's not user-friendly. 
Oh, have you? Like, I haven't actually interacted with it yet. I've tried, and yeah. I can't. Hmm. I don't know how to use it. It's relatively I'm dumb. new. They'll, they'll get to it. <laughs> uh, I remember Disney Plus was pretty rough in the first few days. Didn't have yeah. like a resume button, and it wouldn't like keep your place in an episodes. You had yeah. to like still go find it. Like, what was difficult about that when we first got Disney Plus is like I wanted to watch through all the Simpsons. There's like 30 plus seasons of that. Like I get into like the third season. I'm like, I can't remember where I was. Why doesn't it have a next episode oh, option? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they'll get there. But okay. the list of stuff that they have, like especially when you compare it to Peacock, because they both came out at the same time, Peacock's list was you know relatively good. Yeah. And for the price, it was only like, I think five bucks a month. But HBO Max's list of stuff that they have, both old and new, is just... It goes on for pages, super long. So I'm like, well, okay, I kind of understand why you're charging the same amount as Netflix. Yeah. So you got a lot of junk. You know what I think um, Amazon and Roku, I can't think of any other smart TV. Those are the two big ones. Okay. You know what I think that they need to do? Hmm. They need to come up with a bundle package that you can purchase this, 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 and this app because it... Like, great, we can get rid of cable or satellite or whatever, but when you pay $5 here and $10 here and Netflix is going up to $18 and yeah. this and that. Just, it's time to be done with Netflix, guys. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> um, but when you add all of them up together, you're paying just as much as you would for cable or satellite, you know. That but you whole still are getting more goes out the window. Sure. Because you can watch anything at any point. Right. Complete seasons. Sure. Like, I understand what you're saying. But I think it would be smart for them to, like, go in with some of these companies and say, let's do a bundle package of some sort. <laughs> mm-hmm. You get these apps for this set price. and But then we're just back to Comcast again. <laughs> That's true. But It's like you get these apps and then these seven you don't want. But we're making you pay for them anyway because it's in true. a bundle. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you can upgrade to the next level and get 10 more channels, but only three of them you really want. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're it's just, just good business, though. True. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean that's, that's what's coming next. Yeah. If, if there was an a la, a la carte thing, like you pay uh, 30 bucks a month and you pick three of these streaming channels to have activated. Yeah. For a month at a time or whatever. Then you could just jump month to month to different ones. Yeah. You can do that on your own now. Yeah. But that's a lot of hassle. Right. If you could just click and click, like this month I'm going to have Netflix, Hulu, and HBO Max. Mm -hmm. And then next month, let's take off Netflix and we'll do Disney Plus next Mm -hmm. month. And just, you know, watch your series as they come and move on. That's what you're going to have to do now is like pay pay, figure out the two that you want all the time. Mm-hmm. Two that you want access to at any given point. That's where all your favorite shows are, or most of them anyway, there. And then have a rotating third spot. Yeah. And just Disney Plus this month. Watch through all the stuff that we've been missing. Once we're done watching through all the new seasons of all the new stuff, pop into the next one. Mm-hmm. That's just that's the only economical way to do it and not have every every series at every given point. Mm-hmm. The only downside to that is like the Mandalorian comes out week to week and you're in a month where you're on something else, you got to avoid the spoilers until you can get to that month. It's true. But it saves you money. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, we are going to take one more break. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we'll share our latest Twitter poll about Christmas treats. Mm, more back row morning show to come. Stick around. What up, nerd? Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. We hope you're enjoying it. But hey, did you know that Love Thy Nerd airs almost all of its podcasts first on LTN Radio? That's right. LTN Radio is your home for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie music. And it's also the place to go to hear Love Thy Nerd's content before it reaches the podcast feed. In addition to that, Love Thy Nerd creates a lot of content that's exclusive to LTN Radio that you're missing out on. So go check out LTNOnAir.com and listen for yourself. You can also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone and search in favorite LTN Radio or enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices and simply ask Alexa to play Love Thy Nerd. Now let's get you back to that podcast. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show, and things are winding down for the day. But first, we've mentioned Little Debbie's Christmas tree cakes and other treats multiple times this month. (laughs) (laughs) falling. Right? And we're still um, playing with the idea of doing a full-on taste test ranking next week. But first, we want to know what you think. What's the second best Little Debbie Christmas treat behind the Christmas tree cakes, of course? So we took to Twitter, and we asked you that question, and we gave you four options, though there are multiple treats, but mm-hmm. I feel like these were going to be the four top ones. The Christmas Cherry Cordials, mm. the Gingerbread Men Cookies, the North Pole Nutty Buddies, Okay, which I honestly don't know what they taste like. Yeah, I don't either. think it's chocolate peanut butter, so I don't but know what it is. But it makes me worried that it's peppermint. It might <laughs> be weird. I know. <laughs> <laughs> or the Christmas Tree Brownies. Okay. Uh, which I've actually never had. Really? I've never had the Christmas tree brownies, nor have I had the cosmic brownies, which are similar. I like the 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 walnut brownies. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So. Random story time. Okay. When I was pregnant with Topher, mm-hmm. I ate a box of cosmic brownies a day. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I am not exaggerating. You can ask my husband. You can ask my mother. Are a, the are the little candies, are they chocolate or are they like fruit candies? Oh, they're like chocolate. Or whatever. But I don't even think that they're chocolate. It's more of just a um a solid sprinkle. Like it doesn't Ooh. No, it's good. I love it. Yeah. It might be chocolate, but it doesn't have like an overwhelming chocolate taste. Okay. But that's what they use to decorate the Christmas tree brownie, right? Mm-hmm. The same little yeah. It I, and that's what I was going to say. It tastes exactly like a cosmic brownie, and yeah, yeah. Doesn't it have icing though. Yeah, does the that cosmic, change it? The, the cosmic, cosmic brownie, brownie has icing. It has like a very thin layer of a chocolate. I'm yeah. Mm, okay, so it's the same icing as the normal brownie, mm-hmm. and they just color the layer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it tastes the same, at least. All right. Well, I don't work for a little Debbie, so <laughs> anyway, don't take my what do you think? to the grave <laughs> you, or anything. I always assumed that the colored brownies had the, it. No, you know, <laughs> the colored brownies had an extra layer of frosting um, that was frosting flavored, not chocolate flavored. Uh, like the 
jack-o'-lantern ones i remember i yeah but uh, you can't taste a difference can't, so and, it just tastes yeah like chocolate. Okay. yeah so what do you think was number one cherry cordials gingerbread men north pole nutty buddies christmas tree brownies christmas tree brownies absolutely 51.5 percent mm-hmm. what do you Hands think was number two the gingerbread men North Pole Nutty Buddies came in at 27.3. I'm telling you, I'm so afraid to know what this is. I've seen it a thousand times, and just the fact that it says North Pole Nutty Buddy really makes me concerned. (laughs) Then what was after that? Uh, Gingerbread Men. Yeah, 12.1 Gingerbread, and only 9.1 the Cherry Cordials. Yeah, because they're gross. Are they gross? Have you had them? I've never had them, but they look disgusting. They do look gross, but they could be great. And And we're going to find out. Great. We've decided. We're going to find out. In fact, I've already bought a box of everything. What? I can find. All right. We're going to try them. There's one that I can't find. There's only what? seven out this year. Okay. Which is kind of a bummer. I wish we did this last year because there were eight last year. Okay. But the the one that I can't find is another brownie. It's a snowflake brownie. Oh, yeah. But given the knowledge now that the icing is just chocolate, it's just colored different, mm-hmm. it'd just be like a normal brownie without anything on it. Yeah. So we can skip that. But last year, they had a third Christmas tree cake. It was a ginger spice Christmas tree. Really? Like It had like an orange cake and a, like orange sprinkles on a white. I think it might have been a cream cheese frosting or see, filling. Okay, but I got to tell you. See, now I'm wondering if... The flavors are different as far as the icing is concerned and the sprinkles. You've got me really worried now that all I've ever been tasting all these years is chocolate. And I'm missing out on actually enjoying the flavor of whatever the icing and sprinkles are. It's quite possible. I don't know. I'm going to have to do some research. But anyway, I do have six boxes of Christmas treats. So next week, not not tomorrow, but the next Tuesday, we're actually going to devote the entire third segment to tasting and ranking all six Christmas treats. That's amazing. It's going to be fun. I'm here for it. <laughs> Mainly because later that night, on Tuesday night, we will be recording live on Twitch our Christmas special. <gasps> Which will end with a terrible taste test <sighs> that we will regret for multiple days. Great. It's all for you guys. So anyway. Don't say we never did in, anything for y'all. In advance of that, make sure you're following Love Thy Nerd on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Love Thy Nerd. You can go follow and I believe subscribe. I don't think you have to be a subscriber to see the stream, but I do think you have to be a subscriber to maybe chat. I don't really understand Twitch in every aspect, but I do know that that's where we'll be live streaming it (laughs) on Tuesday evening, the 22nd, and uh, we'd love for you to be a part of it. Uh, We will kind of take your chat throughout, uh, answer some questions, or even just give you some shouts, Uh, and you'll be able to donate to Love Thy Nerd during that time, too. It'll be a longer episode. It'll be probably... we're We're shooting for like two hours, uh, which will culminate in us doing the... One chip challenge. <laughs> and we saw we saw Bubba and Matt Warmbier do it uh, last week or two weeks ago now, and it was rough. It was rough, and uh, yeah, we're gonna. But but 
they don't have a history of hot challenges like we do. We we have a history. We've done three, three I think, three hot challenges. <laughs> we survived. You only threw up once, and that was because of the milk. <laughs> I don't want to. It's all for you guys. <laughs> it's my Christmas present to you. Yes. Uh, oh, and speaking of that, on the live stream, Mo and I will also be exchanging Christmas presents. <gasps> So it'll be fun. We got a lot of fun things planned that uh, will, you know, they'll be entertaining on Christmas Day when we air it. It'll be aired in Chris uh, in the afternoon slot on Christmas Day because we're not going to air any shows in the morning. But uh, it'll be a blast to come watch us live on Twitch as we record. Mm -hmm. So uh, just mark your calendars, guys. It'll be fun. Don't know the exact start time yet, but it will be in the evening on January or December twenty second. So. There we go. Let's uh, end with our verse for the day. Our verse for the day is Psalm 18, 6. In my distress, I called upon the Lord. To my God, I cried for help. From his temple, he heard my voice, and my cry to him reached his ears. That's going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, then please visit give.ltnradio.com. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. Make sure you're following us on all the socials at, at the Back Row LTN, at LTN On Air, and at Love Thy Nerd. And the Back Row Morning Show has its own Facebook group community for Christian humor, the Back Row Baptist Church, or rather, Back Row Baptist Church. <laughs> so search us out and join in on the fun. Uh, every night this week, and actually every night leading up to Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, uh, either after the show that airs in the evening or or starting directly at uh, 5 p.m. Central Time if there's no show. It's Christmas music all night. So enjoy that. It's our 12 nights of Christmas. uh, And then all day Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, Christmas music. It's going to be fun. And lastly, just in case you ever miss a day of this show, you can find the Backroom Morning Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Subscribe, rate five stars, leave a review, something along the lines of, I love them more than Disney+. Plus." It's okay if it's a lie. Whoa. (laughs) We'll be back tomorrow morning right here on LTN Radio at 7 a.m. Central with an encore at 9 a.m. Have a great day. Mo, final thought. Don't lie. You really do love us more than Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise that it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd. Nerd.